Welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'm Danny Smith, and recently here at Safe Start, we experienced a lot of growth, and that's a great, great problem to have. Uh, and so we've added some additional consultants here. Uh, it's just really, really great to introduce you to one today that uh, is very familiar to me. I've had the opportunity to work with him uh, before he became a consultant, and now as he's becoming a consultant with us, uh, and that is Mr. Kevin Nick. So, Kevin, first of all, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Danny. Uh, great to be with you. A warm welcome uh, and to be able to, to join you today on the podcast. It's my pleasure uh, to be able to join the, uh, the Safe Start family, uh, everyone within the organization, just a, an esteemed group of professionals who have a, a passion and a desire to, to serve our clients across the globe as we help bring awareness to how important human factors are and, and the impact it has on, on safety and organizational performance. Yeah, it really is a, an amazing opportunity that we have, you know, a, a bit more for everybody about Kevin. Uh, he draws on more than 32 years of experience in manufacturing and also in retail. Uh, he's skilled in safety and organizational leadership, negotiation, change management, coaching and mentoring, as well as team building. And, uh, and I think you see all of that when you see him on site. Uh, just a really, really great presenter for any industry. And that's a part of, I think, is what is really uh, appealing about Kevin. Uh, before he became a Safe Start consultant, he served as a divisional manager responsible for safety, security, risk mit uh, mitigation, compliance, and training for a global textile manufacturer. He is a master safety professional and certified safety manager through the National Association of Safety Professionals. And he holds a Bachelor of Science degree in business management and business finance. And he's also a John Maxwell certified speaker and coach. Okay, Kevin, so you know how this works. Uh, we're going to ask you the same questions that we ask each of our consultants, and we're just going to have a bit of a conversation about uh, some of your thoughts on these, uh, just to help the listeners get a bit more familiar with you. Uh, so as we're getting into that, for the benefit of our listeners, uh, why don't you share a bit about how you got uh, to this point, how you became a part of the Safe Start team? Well, Danny, I, I think it goes back many years ago, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 the company that I was working for at the time, uh, we implemented Safe Start. It's uh, it's known now as Safe Start Classic, uh, but we had rolled that out. And I've always been passionate about safety and leadership and, and influencing other people and being influenced by by great people. But when we we had this program called Safe Start come come our way, I just honestly thought this was another one of those programs, if you will, that would go to the to the shelf. I really didn't believe that. It would do much to change things. We had been through quite a number in, in, in my years previous, so I just didn't think that it would really make an impact. But honestly, something clicked, uh, and it really clicked when I was selected as one of a handful of folks to serve as certified trainers to deliver the remainder of the material and begin to help push the the concepts and, and, and whatnot throughout the organization. I'll be honest with you, it didn't happen immediately with me, uh, but only after the consultant that was doing our training certification uh, showed us how much fun we could have as we delivered the material. I remember just countless opportunities he would put in front of us to, to just make the presentations our own and just have fun with them while still communicating the, you know, the core concepts and messages. And the, uh, the more we moved forward with Safe Start, the more the consultants visited our site to help us with the extended application unit training and other things. 
the more I listened to each one of them and they, they spoke of their travels and how much they impacted organizations with the Safe Start message. So that's when it really began to, to kind of hit home. And so I, I began to think that one day I'd love to get a chance to become part of that rank. And so I reached out to the, the director of consulting at that time. And unfortunately, there were no options to, to, to expand the consulting team then. But patience always pays off. So in 2019, I moved away from that organization into another company. And I, honestly, I carried the belief and passion that Safe Start had, had impressed upon me for those years uh, into the new organization. And shortly after getting myself acclimated there, I, I wanted to bring Safe Start there. Now, unfortunately, we never did experience the implementation there. There just wasn't a, an appetite for it. But I can promise you, we, we, we experienced some setbacks. And, and a lot of that was in safety and, and other areas of the business. So in, fortunately for that business and for myself in 2021, we actually reached out to, to Safe Start uh, and engaged you and Rod Wagner and, and a handful of other consultants in, in some discussions regarding an assessment and some diagnostic services so they could look internally to see what was what was really going on in our business. And, and so each, each one of those individuals that I mentioned helped give us some, some information to, to dig into. But unfortunately, once again, nothing ever materialized from, from those conversations and, and that work. So I continued to stay in, in contact uh, with our account executive at the time and, and you and, and a handful of other folks, hoping that one day the uh, organization would embrace Safe Start. But nonetheless, I just kept navigating day by day. And then so earlier this year, uh, a surprise call came from Debbie Clark, uh, who is our director of consulting services. She asked me if I was interested in becoming a member of the team. I go back to, to, to me reaching out to her many years ago, and she said there was no options at the time, no, no, no vacancies, if you will. So, But she had mentioned that Safe Start Services had really grown and the demand for the, for the, the consultants had really just burgeoned. So like you just mentioned earlier, opportunity to, to, to come aboard and be a, a part of a great team. So I remember telling my wife after I got home, after that conversation with Debbie, I said, listen, this is that call that I've been waiting for. <laughs> This is that chance for the career of my dreams. And I've told many people uh, over the last several months, this is, it, it is, it's a dream career uh, that I think a lot of people in our field really, really would just be ecstatic to, to, to take hold of and, and move forward with. So obviously we had a few interviews, a couple of additional phone calls, uh, and the leadership team within Safe Start agreed that I would be a good fit to add to the family. So here I am. Yeah, it's a, a delight to have you with us and uh, really, really glad you're able to make this transition. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. You talked about just a moment ago uh, the assessment and diagnostics uh, work that we did with your previous employer. Uh, so you're familiar with that piece of the business as Safe Start is really, Safe Start the organization has now grown beyond Safe Start the process, if you will. Uh, and so you're, you're familiar, obviously, with the assessment and diagnostics work that we've done. I uh, also had some exposure, I guess, with uh, as you're being onboarded with our new Safe Lead process, where we're coaching and mentoring supervisors. Uh, so really, really good to see you coming in and not only applying your experience, but also adding these other things into your portfolio here as we as we begin the onboarding process with you. And uh, by the way, uh, Kevin and I were were together a couple weeks back. I got to spend some time with him. I'd worked with him as he said before. 
we uh, actually got him on board here finally. Uh, but then we had the privilege of going around uh, all sorts. I don't know how many corners of Houston we hit uh, a couple of weeks back, but we had several different training facilities for the same organization we had to hit and uh, ate some good uh, brisket and uh, also made it to Bucky's, which if those of you who don't know what Bucky's is, uh, it's B-U-C-E-E-S. And uh, you can look that up online. It's uh, how would you describe Bucky's, Kevin? Oh, uh, it is the Walmart Super Center for fuel stations on steroids. <laughs> it, it is just incredible. If you've never seen a Bucky's, it's uh, it's it's pretty amazing. I don't know. Most of them eighty, a hundred gas pumps, plus the uh, plus the food inside and uh, souvenirs and you name it. Uh, it's just. Anyway, uh, I digress. It's a lot of fun there. And uh, we did, uh, I think we actually grabbed some barbecue at Bucky's as well, if I remember right. It wasn't too bad barbecue there. So <laughs> You're exactly right. It's a, it, it's a haven for a shopper uh, of all sorts. Uh, I don't know that you can't find much that you're looking for. Uh, you really walk out of there a little bit poorer if you're not careful. So keep that credit card close. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's get back to the subject ahead here. Uh, talk about Safe Start a bit. Uh, what do you think is really unique about this process? What What is it you just love about the Safe Start process? Well, you just mentioned some of the the offerings, our products, and our suite of services, which I believe is a very comprehensive. A group of processes. I don't like to refer to them as programs because programs can, they're like a book. You can open and close those, put those on a shelf, but a process is something where experts or uh, people that have got plenty of experience walk through with their clients. And, and when you look at all of the offerings, whether it's a safe start now, the, uh, the, the diagnostic approach, uh, the safe lead, which I really, really enjoy uh, getting to, to know more about that and participating in, in those opportunities. I guess just a couple of things, if, if, if I really had to hone it down to one, two, or three, the, the 24-7 concept and focus of our all of our products uh, and, and, and processes that we offer. If you think about the human factors framework that we've established, which is the individual learning loop and how it impacts the organizational learning loop and vice versa, and how they impact those outcomes, uh, it, it's a 24-7, it not, not just on the job, but it also impacts or it, it's, it's influential off the job. And whether we're uh, working on a home improvement project or walking up and down the stairs at home or driving a car, when you think about uh, that framework and the 24-7 the concept, there's not a lot of offerings out there. I don't know that there's any really, Danny, that, that, that provides such a comprehensive, full gamut of the spectrum with opportunities to to draw attention to and, and drive the improvement. Mm -hmm. And, and I, honestly, as I mentioned earlier, uh, with our process, we we like to insert a lot of humor and have fun in our in our sessions. We can get serious when we need to get serious and we can have a lot of fun because if you think about it, safety is not everybody's favorite topic to, to talk about. And if if we're talking a 30 minute or a, an hour and a half session, whatever those sessions are, a lot of people aren't just interested in, in, in hanging out and listening, you know, listening to somebody lecture. Yeah. And if you think about it, we're, we're very participatory in our sessions and we draw the people that are in our sessions into the conversation. And we do so with a lot of storytelling. We do so with a lot of humor. Uh, and, and as a facilitator and somebody that's on site, we, what we have to do is we have to humble ourselves and show ourselves as being just as viable or, or just as, I guess, capable of having 
something happening as a result of a mistake that we made, but that yet that mistake wasn't intentional. We just, it just happened. And, and, and so when we, when we think about where it could occur on and off the job, just the multitude of opportunities. And when we do so and we tell our stories and we think about how much humor we can inflect in those stories that we tell uh, in hopes that other people can, can, you know, just garner just a little bit of nuggets of knowledge that they need. That's what I think is most impressive uh, about what we do. What about with you personally? Uh, what's, what's been kind of the, the most important part of how Safe Start has impacted you personally? Well, if you think about someone in, in, in the safety profession and a lot of what we do in safety is kind of compliance driven. And I learned many years ago, compliance, that's not enough in and of itself. And so for someone that had that responsibility for many years, it kind of frustrated me to think that, well, why aren't we getting better? Why aren't we eliminating the things that we don't want to have happen in our business? And I'll just go back to the to, to the 24 seven concept. You know, when we if you look at the data and it's 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 very eye opening, uh, most of the injuries and accidents that we encounter and that, that, that we're a part of happen off the job. Uh, whether it's at home, whether we're on vacation, whether we're driving to and from. So we're really safer at work, Danny, if you think about it. Right. So when, when when I think what's how Safe Start's been more impactful to me than anything, I, I would say off the job uh, because I would let my guard down. Sure. I, honestly, I, I, I didn't consciously turn things off when I got home, but I would. I would just kind of lay the keys on the counter and, and, and turn safety Kevin off and turn family Kevin own. And then I would just begin to experience some of those mishaps as, as a result of being in one of those states that we talk about or committing one of those errors. So being able to, to refine how I live in front of my family and my friends off the job and that humility that I mentioned just a, min, a few minutes ago, thinking about, aha, I learned this from somebody telling their story and I can tell my story, which helps somebody else. Sure. That that's really the impact that it's had on me off the job. I, I would guess the being able to live the principles 24 seven and not be such such compliance minded and, and rigid in my thinking. Sure. Yeah, I love that. Uh, and as we were talking before we hit record on the podcast, uh, I think both of us had a had a, a, a late night last night. We'd both been on the road this week, and uh, I think we actually were probably back home at our respective houses uh probably about the same time last night which was really really uh, i guess it's technically this morning right uh right. it was probably about what one thirty or so for both of us a.m by the time we settled in i guess uh, one one thirty anyway so you know that fatigue just getting back from the airport uh last night uh which i have a f- similar drive to what you do i know from talking to you before and uh you know, just thinking about those concepts as I was driving home late last night, I'm sure you're probably the same way, right? Just kind of keeping myself focused there, dealing with that fatigue and making sure the complacency didn't stray, stray in there during that, that ride home last night. So uh, I, I can relate, you know, it, I think probably for me, it's, it's helped me so much with the, the on the road stuff, even though I don't drive as much as I used to, but certainly around the house, uh, just mm-hmm. doing projects around the house and things like that. You know, we had an interesting situation that came up in one of the classes that you were teaching when we were out together a few weeks back. And 
it was it kind of leads to the next question here. It's, you know, you obviously have been around Safe Start for a while, so you've had a lot of exciting things that happen. But I just love when those I call it those light bulb moments when people suddenly get the application of of Safe Start, and sometimes most of the time it starts with something personal. If you don't mind, real quickly. Uh, Tell the folks about uh, the session we had where the gentleman started talking about using the tree stand and using the uh, using the safety harness while he was climbing the tree stand and uh, teaching his kids about that. Yeah, sure. We were going through unit two on site with one of our clients out in uh, a remote part of Texas. And one of the things that I really liked about this setting is it was actually in a an RV park. Uh, clubhouse. So a lot of these, these, these individuals that we were training that particular day, I don't know, there are eight or 10 of those folks in that meeting, they're out and about kind of solo. And and so this was their point of congregation, if you will. And just the setting was, was really, really unique, but it, it kind of set the stage for a good, healthy atmosphere for some conversation. So we were working through some of our exercises and, and we were asking them to share some of their stories and they had already done so, but this one gentleman spoke up is I was kind of asking some follow-up questions about the why. And that's one of the key components in, in our in our process. We, we, we continue to ask why. And the more we ask why, the more it allows the people to kind of bring their thoughts forward. And then they begin to have that aha moment, like you mentioned. Uh, and, and so this gentleman had mentioned that for years is, is he would go up and down his tree stand, uh, you know, in, in, during hunting season. He, he didn't even give thought. He even – just disregarded the fact that the harness was something that was important for him. Right. But then he mentioned now and here recently, I've now been able to, or I've now chosen to put my harness on and use it. And so when I asked that next why, he said, well, I've got my youngster that's tagging along now. <laughs> and so I asked another why. And he said, well, because I want to make sure that I show him the right way to do things. Yeah. And that it was at that point, you made it personal with him. And so he had that aha moment. Mm-hmm. That's what's most unique about this process. When you when you see people have those aha moments in in person, that's great. Right. Uh, and you and I talked about that on our ride to the next to the next session, a couple of hours away that afternoon. But you also get people that will reach out to you through text message, email, maybe even a phone call weeks, months later, mm-hmm. and say, you know what. I remember when you shared something about this in one of your stories many, many months ago. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about a time where, you know, where I had an experience here recently. And so I, the concepts and, and, and what you talk about with states and areas, it now it makes more sense to me. And it's extra special when, when they choose to just take a moment to reach out to you and let you know how much of an impact these, these concepts and living by these philosophies can, can have. Honestly, Danny, we had one just this just this week. I was out with another consultant. We were doing a trainer certification, and we had uh, we had five uh, individuals that we were we were hoping to certify, and all five certified, by the way. But on day one of, of a three day uh, session, one of the guys come forward and he said, "Listen," he said, "I just I don't know that this is for me." And I said, "Why?" He said, "Well, you know, we talk about having to share some stories." He said, "One of the stories that I." I want to share, he said, but it's really difficult for me to share. He said, it takes me back many, many years. And I said, okay. I said, you want to tell me a little bit about it? So he did. And I told him, I said, Joe, that's a great, great story. I said, and don't be, don't be ashamed to show a little emotion. 
Right. And he said, sure. Are you sure? I said, yeah. I said, because there's a connection point right there. Mm-hmm. I said, because maybe not something exclusively is, 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 is what you're sharing or want to share, but we've all had those, those moments where something like that's happened to us that's impacted us. And so we give him the encouragement day two. He, he, he provided his first presentation and I'll tell you something, Danny, this gentleman knocked it out of the park. He'd been with the business 30, 35 years. He was kind of like the paternal grandfather of the team, if you will. And a lot of people looked up to him, but as he shared his story, not only did it further connect with me, but everybody else in the room. And, and so later on for the next day and a half, we just kept referring back to what Joe shared in Joe's story. And so once again, that's that, that aha moment. And, 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 and yeah, the, the roller coaster that we talk about, you know, we want to, we want to inflect humor where pop, you know, we're appropriate, but we also can get serious to send a message. And that's what Joe did. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's great when you have those, those times and you know, all the, the, the work and all of the travel that you go through to share with clients. And then when people finally, it finally clicks with them, that's what makes it all everything so you know so worth it if you will sure yeah and i love that i love that concept that you're talking about there uh about the you know just displaying the emotion you know and i remember something that kevin cobb uh, one of our other senior consultants said years ago that uh, i really latched onto. i was watching him as he was doing a trainer certification class and he he had someone who i think like you said was a bit embarrassed by the the emotion that they displayed as they were telling a story and maybe even made one of those comments like, okay, I didn't mean to get, get kind of choked up while I was telling this kind of thing uh, as they, they said that. And, and I remember Kevin, as he was providing feedback to the, to the trainer, he said, you know, you don't have to apologize for true emotions. People respect the heck out of that. And it, it, it really connects with people in the heart, you know, and that's, I think that's a wonderful thing when that happens. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It shows that we're all human and we all have the, the capability to mistake, to make a mistake at any point in time. And when you can show that you're human in front of the people that you're, you're leading and you're, you're facilitating some material through, it's, it's a great, great connection component. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, thanks for doing this today, especially on the short night here. I actually did get some sleep last night. Hopefully you did too, uh, but uh, it was a, uh, it was a late night anyway, but I, I, I was determined I was going to sleep, a little, sleep in a little bit this morning myself. So uh, always great to catch up with you and uh, welcome aboard. Uh, it's great to have you here. I know it's been a, a long time coming, but uh, if you don't mind real quickly, uh, tell the folks how they can get in touch with you. Absolutely, Danny. Thanks for work for doing this. It's been fun. Uh, my email, it is kevin.in, as in November, at safestart.com. Uh, one more time for everyone, kevin.in at safestart.com. So thanks again for being here. And for our listeners, thanks for spending some time with us and getting to meet Kevin. And uh, on behalf of Kevin and the entire team here at Safe Talk with Safe Start, I'm Danny Smith. So have a great day. And please share this podcast with others and let them hear about Kevin and also more about the process, because I think we not only talked about him, but also kind of the impact that the process can have on your you and your organization and your, your, your family and coworkers. So have a great day, everybody. 